Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. <laughs> I said, you're 280. Blah, blah, blah. You're a deep as a tackle. You're supposed to beat me in a fight. Yeah. And like the locker room was like, kind of went all crazy. Like, oh, Sims is using that reverse psychology. <laughs> I was like, that's no reverse psychology. I, I really don't do. want to fight him. <laughs> He's going to beat me up. That's right. If they're bigger, stronger, yeah. tougher than you, don't fight them. Find an excuse. And sometimes the excuse is you're bigger, tougher, and stronger than yeah, me. You're so like, I don't want to fight you. This is not reverse psychology. <laughs> yeah. It's just psychology. It's the real yeah, facts just of actually, psychology. Yeah. <laughs> exactly right. We're back, baby. Here we go. It's been the longest damn break in the history of TV, but we're here. At least it was for me. Yes. Ahmed's been doing nonstop Olympics, but yeah. like, I really Uh-oh. appreciate you wearing the red pants today <laughs> to start off the year. I was like, how do I not? I, how do I, I not? Wear the red pants. I wore my blue button down. You I did. was like, I got it all the way to the top. Right. Your only other option was the black and the blue sweater. <laughs> sweater, right. That was I had to wear one of my yes, calling cards. Yes. Right. So you're, well done. You're back. You do have an energy drink there that's gross. We don't have to even name it or look at it. But Healthier style energy drink. It's still though. growing healthy. Yeah, okay. not, it doesn't have the super creatine like you pointed out last time. Right. Of my other drink, right? Which I've had multiple people come up to me afterwards and tell me that that was unhealthy. Yes. So you're not on an island on that. Thank I will you. take your opinion as valid on the super creatine in an energy. All drink right. Wait. Now. So like, I let everybody know, like the Olympic stuff. You were yep. basically a vampire. You slept during the day. You were awake at night. Yes. How so, many of those things were we crushing during that? <laughs> two, two, <laughs> multiple, sometimes three. Uh, so yeah, my my shift for Olympics. Uh, we were over on USA Network, and our crew would get in at midnight. And we were on the air at 2 a.m. Right. And we'd get off the air at either 10, 10.30, sometimes 11.30 a.m. Uh, so it was an eight-hour shift on TV. Right. So you were getting ready to go on air. Mm-hmm. I was just taking my last few puffs of my <laughs> blunt. Yeah. You were getting uh-huh. off air. I was slowly making breakfast, enjoying coffee. Yeah, was, you yeah, slept yeah. through my whole shift. You Pretty slept much. through my Olympics. <laughs> Pretty much. No, really. Like at two a.m., you were you're in bed, right? You're sleeping by two a.m. Yeah, aren't yeah, you? I am definitely. So, definitely. and you were up when? What I'm time up, would you get like, up? Like weeks. Like when we have a, if we get more than a week off, and yeah. I start to get into a groove. I never am in bed later than nine fifteen or nine twenty. Yeah. Okay. Right? So I'm usually up around eight thirty. So somewhere you in could there. see the last hour to maybe right. Hour and a half of my of my shift. See, we were the good thing about our shift is we had live events the whole time because yeah. that was basically the second half of the day in Tokyo. So we, we had gold medal events and all that. The bad thing is, is it was in the middle of the night, but it it was it was it was cool. You know, to be part of the Olympics coverage is Come cool. On. It's, it's a grind. Cool it it's a yeah. grind, but it's it's cool. 
to say that you hosted some of the Olympic stuff, and I'll do it again in two yeah. weeks for the Paralympics. Right, yeah, it's a big deal. I mean, yes. Olympics are a big deal. Not as a big deal as hosting Chris Sims Unbuttoned, though, well, and all the important topics well, we have today. I know. Oh, baby, we got stuff. I mean, we got so much stuff. Let's Wait, tell hold them. on. Before we Pete get... tried to, like, he was like, yeah. wait, we'll break down all the quarterbacks, yeah. and then we'll do this. And you and I both looked at each other like, okay, so three-hour podcast? Like, what are you talking <laughs> about? Let's save that yeah. one for Wednesday. We can go three hours when we have nothing to talk about, <laughs> right. let alone if we've right. jam-packed it, which I think may be our philosophy for when we do these type of shows. You know, once we get into the season, it's about the games and breaking down the games. you got to do that. It's a, it's a no-brainer. The show makes itself. But for these shows, we like, maybe we script out half an hour, and knowing you... It will go an hour and you 15 that, every right, time. Exactly right. So we'll make them light, and we'll be able to jump off to a lot of different jumping off points. So Wednesday, we'll be back Wednesday. We're going to do one of my favorite preseason segments. I'm glad Pete brought it back. Yep. It is, uh, we always talk about, oh, overreaction. Oh, you're overreacting to the preseason. But every once in a while, there are some underreactions to things that are happening out there. So right. Wednesday, we're going to do the underreactions to some of the biggest storylines uh, in the NFL. But today, we're totally dedicated to the wow meter The wow meter Yeah, Are you the go- wow meter wow When you go wow meter because I want to go wow-a-meter. Wow-a-meter. It sounds, you're, you're yeah. You're going to go wow with the O? Wow-a-meter. Wow-a-meter, okay. Pete, what would you do? Would you go with the A or the Whoa. O? Would you go... Whatever makes you mispronounce it. Okay. okay, so you can go A. I might go O, but who knows? Yeah. Maybe I'll go A every once yeah. in a while. The wow meter it, it flows better with A, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does. Okay. That's what I mean. Right. right I'll go A. Okay. Uh, so we're going to go with the wow meter <laughs> yeah. with rookie quarterbacks' preseason debuts. Yeah. You know, this, this podcast has been built on your evaluation of quarterbacks. You know, the top 40, the rookie quarterbacks, and so we really have put our flag in the ground on that. But here's the thing. The whole NFL world is going crazy on these quarterbacks right now. It's really the biggest story outside of, you know, the veteran quarterbacks, but we're not going to see a lot of them. Right. You know, Aaron Rodgers, we're not going to see, you know, how much we're going to see Matt Stafford, none pre- probably no, none. for them. So no. it really is. I mean, this is one of the big stories. We're getting our first glimpse at these players, and some are impressing, some are not impressing so yeah, far. Right. Well, that's what preseason's all about. To me, I don't care about, like, the X's and O's or, you know, all of those type of stuff. It's just about evaluating some of these young players, whether it's first-year rookie guys or second-year guys, to see, hey, have they gotten better? Do they belong in the NFL? Do they look like we thought they looked like in the draft evaluation on the football field? I mean, to me, that's the most interesting thing there is about it right there. And, mm-hmm. you know, again, I'm not going to take, like, stats or the win-loss record or things like that. Some of these teams aren't even worried about wins and losses and things like this. You know, I like, got watching the, watching the New England game the other night. There were some plays that should have been challenged. Bill Belichick didn't give a shit. He was like, no, I want to have third and six. I don't want to challenge it and get a first down. I'd like Mac Jones to deal hmm. with third and six and pick up the blitz. So you're not necessarily always doing the right things you need to do to win the football game. Each team is at a different process to go, wait, we need to get this out of this game. Right. And that's where it can be tough to evaluate, too, at times. But either way, with these young quarterbacks and what they look like, hey, I don't think I'm going to be too low on any of the wow meters. first off. The one thing I'll say about them all and it's just like it's a different day and age compared to when I was in the league or the days before me and all that. Like these young guys, they just seem not phased at all by mm. like the big lights, the attention, all of that. None of them blink or are deer in the headlights. And that's the first thing I'll say about all of them, where I'd give them a 10 on the wow meter, all of them, yes. just to go, 
their ability to handle the pressure, the situation, not look you know flustered or anything like that. Uh, I was really impressed with them all straight across the board from from that you know standpoint. Well, the first guy on our list, yeah. we'll talk about do it. was maybe the one that you know caused the most ruckus throughout our whole draft analysis process. Sure, was the Chicago Bears traded up to get Justin Fields? We saw him on the field, and to your point. I saw the post-game interview from Justin Fields. Man, he looked like he'd been in the league 10 years. Right. Like, the way he carried himself, the way he answered the question on if he was nervous out there, and he goes, surprisingly, I wasn't. It was like, dang, that guy. Yeah. That guy's got some bravado he does. to him. Right. And I can he, see why people liked him no as a doubt. person. Right, right. And, you know, it's like the old adage, right? Like, when you got talent, it's easy to be like, hey, yeah. I'm pretty good. It's yeah. easy to be relaxed and play. Matt Nagy made a comment after the game, too, just going, man, he played a lot. Nothing seemed to overwhelm him at all. And, I, and again, that's, I think, yes, part of the human being and how he handles it. And then the experience of playing in big games in Ohio State and all of that. You know, so he's going, yeah, it's the NFL, but it's not Ohio State, Michigan or Ohio State, Clemson here yeah. in preseason game one. I'll be okay. Yeah. And he did a lot of damn good things. There's no doubt about that. He brings – he's that's an interesting one to me, and I know we'll dive into it here, but he brings some things to – to the football field that is special as far as the quarterback position and can change the way the offense plays the game a little bit to where he does have some advantages he can bring over a guy like uh, Andy Dalton. Okay, so we're going to get into your evaluation of him. Yeah. We'll save your number wow-a-meter for the end. Right. It's okay, like cool. suspense. It's kind of like, like suspense. I like that because I haven't even come up with my to- – like I know generally where I'm going to go with the wow-a-meter. I'm going to okay. kind of listen to myself talk a so little good. bit and then go I, off of there I, too. We'll do that too. Right. So it's one of those things, a little carrot out right. there for people like, okay, yeah. this is what Chris thinks. What's the wow meter say? Yeah. And the people go, I didn't even know there was a thing as a wow meter, but now I'm really interested to hear where Chris puts him on the wow meter. All right, so we'll start with Justin Fields. Yeah. You mentioned some of the good things about him already. 14 of 20, we saw, 142 yards, no sacks, ran the ball five times, 33 yards, had a touchdown, did have one fumble yeah. uh, in the game. But the one clear thing early on is they wanted to see what they had with Justin Fields or at least give him experience because he played a ton in that first game. A ton. And, like, hey, hey, listen, he brings a lot of things to the table that I like. You know, again, I know he was my six-rated quarterback and everybody thinks I hate him. I don't hate him. I don't. He has presence on the field. There's no doubt about that. He's one of those guys, as soon as he breaks the huddle, you just go, man, I don't know, that guy looks good, he's big, and he looks confident. Mm-hmm. You know, And that's what a great quarterback has. There is something to that. It gets the rest of your team and everybody to believe in you when you have that type of confidence and bravado that you just mentioned. Well, he said that, too, in the interview. He said, I told my offensive line, just take it one play at a time here. Right. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, I know. Well, like, these know, guys have probably been in the league more than, more than you have. Exactly it's, right. He, he's, was he's the lead. he saw advice. himself as the leader. Yeah, yeah. you know, and I heard that from everybody, really, throughout the process about how much they liked the guy, you know, coming out in the draft and all those things. But here's the things that, like, jump out to me right off the bat, okay? First off, yeah, presence, all of that type of stuff. You talked about zero sacks. That, to me, is a big thing I watch for this time of the year. He he had a great feel, better than most of the quarterbacks that I saw, the rookie ones at least, of when to just playing the game naturally like hey I'm in the pocket I went through the reboot but I feel a little something let me get out of the pocket let me not just sit here because coach said sit here and it's training camp and I'm supposed to sit here and pat the ball and wait for the next guy he played football he played it realistically that's what I really like first off Hmm. right off the bat so you got presence you know great pocket presence and feel there to just be a natural football player not just Johnny quarterback all the time then what's the next thing I mean damn when he breaks out of the pocket you go wait is that the starting 
starting tailback or is that the quarterback? Because he looks as impressive as anybody carrying the ball at the running back position when he does tuck it and run it. And that's special too. Yeah. So he brings that element to them to wake, okay, plays off schedule. And, of course, this is where I think it could be interesting too because, I mean, Andy Dalton, yeah, he's played well and done all that, but we know who he is. Justin Fields is going to bring a true run game design element like a Taysom Hill to their offense too. And an offense that's been very bland, I just wonder where that goes. You know, yeah. he can bring a little creativity that maybe they have not had there. Did so he? Did I he look all that? Did he look more impressive running the football? Now it's always hard to tell because yeah, you're not right. going against the. That's the biggest thing. It's hard, right? Because you, who, who are you going starters, against? Right. He got to play against twos and threes, mm-hmm. where I never doubted he wouldn't physically be superior to that group. So, yeah, you're right. Next game, we'll get a better gauge of how fast and how quick he is when we maybe get to see him against some starting defensive ends and linebackers. And now teams in training camp are getting to the point where, hey, we got to play this team. Hey, let's think about our scramble rules when a quarterback leaves the pocket or spying a guy. So their teams will slowly start to, like, play a style to stop him a little bit, too. And, yeah, we'll get a better feel. But I don't have any doubts about his athletic ability. I think that's pretty real, whether it's the first team, second team, or whatever. Yes. Right. Safe to say that what you've seen of him in college yes. and what you saw in that first preseason game, he should have no trouble being a top five running quarterback in the NFL. No doubt. No doubt. I, 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 I hands down. I mean, I want. I would like to almost just go. He will surpass Josh Allen and clearly be the third best running back quarterback in football this wow. year. You know, be just behind Lamar and Kyler Murray. Right, I, I think because I mean, he's got the build like a Josh Allen, yeah. except he's faster and he's got some quicks to him too and a spin move. You know, we saw him, fu- you know, fumble on a spin move. But all that stuff I love, and that's to me where it's like kind of the million dollar question, where it's a little different than I know we'll get into San Francisco. Like Garoppolo's been to a Super Bowl. It's hard to just sit here and go, boom, you're the starter, Trey Lance, Andy Dalton. Yeah, it's been playoff appearances, but we're talking about Chicago, who it hasn't been like wow on offense through the Matt Nagy era. There hasn't been great creativity, and that's to me where it's going to be fun to watch here as we go because he's not the bright lights aren't too big, and then he can bring an element to the offense that they haven't had that could surprise some people and all of that. Now, getting to the throwing the football stuff, hey. There's things I liked and didn't like about the throwing the football. First off, just like, hey, the one thing I'll say is he throws a very nice catchable ball, throws a spiral. He doesn't overthrow it. You know, he doesn't like, oh, you're six yards away from me. I'm still going to throw it 105 miles per hour. Hmm. He throws, does show a variety of throws. Do I want to see if he can really drive the ball and throw lasers when he needs to into tight windows? That I'm not sure about yet, and I didn't see enough of that. And the other thing I would just say to where I need to see more, right, is going to bring his wow-a-meter grade down from all the things I just said so positively is there was really very few realistic NFL throws in his performance. Like when I say realistic starting quarterback versus the starting defense and you got to make a throw, you know, into tight coverage or a tight window with people around you. We didn't see that. They game planned a little bit. Of, the touchdown pass he threw was a play that teams usually don't even run in the preseason. They save it for the regular season. You could have hit that pass. Maybe not. Uh, but I think how, how far do you think he threw that? Like he threw that still forty, I mean, probably thirty been, yards. But, yeah. he, but by the time he got out of the pocket and back there, yeah. and the other guy, but he was wide open. Yeah, he was you know? wide open. So uh, there was a lot of throws that I would just go, "Hey, they were nice," but 
I know that the second throw of the day is going to be the fade down the left sideline. Hey, nice touch on the ball. Yeah. But again, it was just a jump ball, and the guy made a great play to catch the football, right? And do those type of things. So that's still the piece I'd like to see a little bit more is just legitimate, realistic starting quarterback versus the first team defense type throws. Not it's it's preseason and I ran a boot and here's a guy wide open. And it's preseason and my coach called a play action pass that the defense hasn't seen yet in preseason or in training camp and we kind of game planned it up right. and screwed them over that way. That's the thing I need to see. And I think realistically if I went on the wow meter then I'm probably going to give him like a – Seven and a half. Okay. 7.5. All right, that's pretty good. It so pretty let's, good. let's set a baseline. So five, let's say five is he performed exactly how you thought he would perform. Okay, right? I like that. So five sure. is like, this is what I thought, this is what he did. Right. And so he exceeded your expectations a little bit. Yeah, because you're game. right. No one's going to go below five for me in this exercise. I don't think oh, so. okay. I don't think so. I mean, I don't know. I just have a hard time. Again, they're rookies. I know. And it's we early. Don't wanna, we don't want to crap on I don't want to crap on anybody yeah. or over-evaluate here. We want these rookies to crap on your ranking. Exactly. Them, right? That's exactly. what we want. Exactly. We're pro-crapping, but not you know us crapping on no, them. No, them crapping on us is the way we'd rather have it. <laughs> yes, no doubt right. about it. Okay. But, yeah, I, you know, I, seven, seven and a half. I'll go with the seven and a half. Okay. Right so he's now. a little bit better. He saw a little, a few more things, probably more in the running game. Yeah, that, running that game. Gave, that gave you some hope that, wow, there's some things you can exploit. And there. even in the passing game, I still liked it okay. just because it was at least the one thing I'll say, whether he missed the throw or not, you know, and some of the misses, I went, ah, you know, that's not a great throw or whatever, but it was the appropriate ball every time, too. Okay. We'll okay. get into some other guys here where I just go, that is not the appropriate ball, and we need to do, come up with a, another way to throw that. What about the one play, though, and you, you pointed this out with Mike on the show, on where he did throw that jump ball, that fade yeah, to, to the, the left, island, and right. there was a running back that was perhaps that. running free open there, and I think we have some pictures to illustrate that. Right. So, um, What yeah. about that play specifically? Yeah, let's, let's break this down. So there, there was a little bit of a movement on the pre-snap, too, here. So before we see this final picture here, the back originally was up top at receiver over by the sidelines, and they motioned him back in. Now, again, I'm not trying to be over-analytical here. I mean, Justin Fields, this is great. He did really good here. He wasn't wrong in his decision to throw the slot fade to the left side and do that. He wasn't wrong. Where I'm just saying is my point of showing this is to go, you know, here's part of learning the NFL and winning the, winning the play pre-snap, right? That's another big thing of it. You can win the play pre-snap if you take the right clues and context clues and evaluate things the right way. And that's where Brady and Rodgers and them are so special because they beat you before the play's even started. And then they just like, oh, well, yeah, you played a dumb defense and I exposed you. And it's easy to throw to a wide open guy for 20 yards, right? Yeah. They're great at that. So here with this play, not again, not that he's wrong, but the back was up top. The other guy that the top receiver at the top is a tight end as well. And the first clue you could take is there was two linebackers covering, you know, the, the, the tight end and the running back, which had the corners down here, which tells you it's man to man. So all the right? corners are on the left. All side, the corners basically. are on the bottom part of this picture. Yeah. And there was two linebackers versus the two pass catchers on the top, one being a tight end, one being a running. One, linebackers don't cover wide receivers man to man. They don't do that. That's it. So, so if they're head up on a tight end, and it's man-to-man. So that's the first thing. And with this play specifically, it's made for this coverage. 
And so the thing you want to do here, because the running back's going to run a little wheel route, like act like he's running to the flat, and then he's going to turn up the sideline. And you get a big play, especially if it's man-to-man. And if the linebacker who you see right here is at the 39-yard line, right on the hash, right? He's right across the field from the running back. He's got a man-to-man. This is where your context clues to go, wait, they're man-to-man. When I say set hut here, I'm going to see what that linebacker does covering my back. If he runs up... There's a chance he could get picked by my tight end. And that's what happened. And these are the things Fields and the young quarterbacks can all get better on. But see, here you go. Here's the save it here. See, so that line, so you see the tailback. He's running to the backfield. Yep. The linebacker that was covering him is trying to come underneath the tight end to mm. cover him, right? Yep. yep. So he's running downhill as the running back's running the other way. Yeah. So at some point here, he's going to have to go whoops and try to turn around and catch up. Yeah, his heart rate is increasing right now. Right now, he's yes. Like, oh, he's crap. going, oh, shit. This coach told me never to go underneath here, yeah. and I'm about to get burned for a touchdown. But Fields has already made up his decision to play down here. And again, it's not that it's wrong, but I'm just saying these are the type yeah. of things that He'll grow from. He'll learn from. What does he see? Does he see just man-to-man, one-on-one exactly. coverage exactly there? Exactly right. I'll throw a jump ball, and I think he'll make I a I got play. man-to-man. I don't even have to worry about whether that linebacker takes the right angle or nothing. I'm just going to make it simple and play this guy against this guy and yeah. throw the appropriate. But you could see yeah. at the top of the screen there, the tailback's gone. You're right. It's gone. And the other guy is – I mean, he's there. He catches the ball. Yeah. yeah the other guy's – you know, it's again, it's not bad. You could see that he's not going to throw like a go ball and beat right. him like deep for a touchdown – but it still was not a bad throw. It was the appropriate decision. There was nothing wrong with it. I'm just saying next level to get him to be a starter or give Matt Nagy the confidence to go, hey, I'm seeing it all. Don't you worry, mm-hmm. right? Those are the type of things where you, when I talk about leaving some plays on the field, right. leaving some yards on the field, right? Yeah, that was great. It was a 20-yard gain. Could have been 50. Yeah. Might have been a touchdown. We don't know. And, again, it's just part of being a rookie. I'm not trying to be a jerk here or point anything out negatively. Uh, but, yeah, those are things, that, again, that rookies are going through. And to his defense, too, I said this on the show to Floria today. You know, you can run that play so many times in practice that your defense has gotten used to it and the linebacker never goes under. Yeah. So he might have had a few plays the last week where he had that play – and the tailback was never open. So he's just like, shit, it's not open. They've already learned it, and they're not going to mess it up. I'm not going to waste my time. But then he gets in there, there. and a third-string yeah. Miami guy, who maybe the Dolphins haven't done it a lot in practice, yeah. and he gets fucked over by it either way. Then those things happen in the preseason. Right. But it's still like what, what I saw from Justin 7.5 Fields. on the wow of 7.5, 7.5 on the wow out of 10. Yep. All right. So the next quarterback, I think, was compared a lot to Justin Fields, and you've already brought his name up a couple times yeah. here, Trey Lance, because he can do a lot of the, uh, the, a lot of the same things. Right. That's the idea, right? He's a running quarterback, strong arm. Uh, his first game with the 49ers played a lot, just like Justin Fields. 5 for 14, 128 yards, a touchdown. He did take four sacks, also had a fumble, had one huge play, 80-yard touchdown pass that's gotten – 49er Nation, the faithful, uh, excited. He's a starter. We don't uh, need Joe Montana or anybody. <laughs> we got him. Uh, but uh, what would you think of uh, overall? What would you think of Trey? Still impressive. I mean, again, there was some really wow things. I mean, first off, like, hey, the athlete itself, just like Justin Fields, it, it, you see it right away. You just go, damn, here's a big, strong guy. Shit, he looks twitchy as hell. Mm-hmm. You know, the way he moves, it's special. It's different than other quarterbacks. There's no doubt about it. The way the ball pops off of his hand, I mean, he's got a flamethrower. He could break a building, the side of a building, with how hard he can throw it. There is no doubt about that. I mean, 
his ability to just put pure mustard on the ball and drive it is it's up there with anybody in football. There's no doubt about it. Now, is it the most catchable ball in the world? No, it's not. It does not spin with great spirals, and he throws a, yeah, what I would call a little bit of a knuckle wobbler, hmm. and he had some drops in the game. You know, he had one drop on the sideline out route, which should have been caught. It was a really nice throw. Perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, his first throw of the game, people were blaming the receiver, and I'm going to go, no receiver on planet Earth was going to catch that ball. He was running at him full speed. The guy was eight yards away from him, and he threw it as hard as he could. And so you're a big, you're a big guy of drops are not only on the wide receiver. No, they're definitely not. Like yeah. Aaron, I mean, Josh Allen and Aaron Rodgers can throw it that hard, too. They wouldn't have made that throw in that spot. Yeah. You know, at some point, you just got to go, wait, wait, hold on. Let me tighten it up and just flick it to you so you can catch it nice and easy. You know, so, you know, the arm is real. I mean, that touchdown pass, come on. That was unbelievable. But just like Justin Fields' play, I'll say, you know, that was a game plan play. It was a play that was drawn up by Shanahan to make sure his third pick of the draft looks good and we can get all the positive stuff talking about him. How right? so? Like, how, why, why wouldn't that be a normal play you'd run in preseason? Because, because it's just preseason, if you have a guy that's kind of proven and there, you just run your meat and potatoes. Uh-huh. You just go, hey, I'm going to run my meat and potatoes plays, the things that are the base, base part of my offense, and let my guy execute that. And within that, he'll find a few plays. But you can't always trust a rookie to do that stuff. Yeah. So you have to manufacture some things for them at times. And, yes, a you know, fake run to the right, roll out to the left – the receiver from your right runs a crossing route, and then the receiver on your left runs a po- like a, a down-the-middle post all the way across the field type play. Like we're not, I bet you we don't see another team run that play the whole preseason. Hmm. That was a Shanahan special for sure. Phenomenal throw. I mean, phenomenal. No doubt about was that. Was that one of those where Kyle is like, we're going to run this play, this guy's going to be open, you throw it there. It's like there was very it's little like, thinking that like, Trey yes, had to do. Like he, yeah. I bet you Kyle said, listen, I want you to take the fake, get your head around, look at the backside safety. If the backside safety just came across the field at all, yeah. I want you to throw to whatever his name was, 81, and let it loose. Yeah. Right? If he doesn't, take off running or throw your check down. That's what he was probably told on mm-hmm. that play. Right? Well, the backside safety kind of went because he's like, wait, they're not going to roll this way and this guy go that way and then throw it all the way back over here. See, now that's what's exciting right. is you can run those type of plays. But the arm strength is important yeah, because you can do that kind of shit. That's amazing. So that was all good. But you brought up the four sacks. Yes. Not that they were all on him, but there's got to be, you know – Yes, he held the ball at times because I think he's a little bit like, wait, in practice this was open in North Dakota State. I just, wait, the guy was open or I just took off and I could beat these guys and I'll run him. He definitely held the ball too long. There was a time he got blitzed. He has the shallow crosser, just get it out of your hand, do those type of things. He's got to adjust to that. You know, that was to me, I think the most negative thing I saw was just his feel for the rush. And here's the other thing I'll say too. You know, as wowing as some of those throws and things were, you know, five for 14, there's a reason for that too. And again, it goes back into the uncatchable ball, throws the ball too hard every throw. Every throw is exactly the same. Mm-hmm. That's what bothers me about Trey Lance a little bit. I don't ever see a lofted softball, a touch ball over the linebacker that gets down in front of the safety. Or, you know, like I said, here he is on the run. Just flick a nice little, 
you know, change a ball and hit the guy in the face mask. We mm-hmm. don't have to throw it a thousand miles per hour to where he can't even catch it or it bounces off his face and gets intercepted. And that was the one thing I thought I saw that, that bothered me more than anything is the, yeah. the, the, the lack of diversity of throws. Every throw is the same. It's huh, fireball. And, you know, that, that's where I'm going to certainly be watching from that standpoint. It's funny. I was there when they had another quarterback <laughs> that was very similar in that respect, and Colin Kaepernick right. was sure. almost the same way. Sure. It was like unbelievable arm, yep. unbelievable athletic ability. Right. One of the greatest running quarterbacks the game has ever seen. Uh, but he just didn't have that changeup. He yeah. didn't have that right. touch. He never, right. And he really never developed Not it. Not to a what, great standpoint. Right? Yeah, got a little bit better at it, but you're right. It was, yeah. uh, it was still, he was a little bit of a... I'm not going to say he was a one-club thrower because that's what I call Trey Lance. He's a one-club thrower. It's the driver every time. Yeah. I'm going to hit as hard as I can, 500 yards down the middle of the fairway, right, every time is that. Like uh, Kaepernick at least had the driver and maybe a, a nine-iron or an eight-iron. Like, that might have been about it, but that, <laughs> yeah. at least he had that. I got to see that from Trey Lance. So, okay. you know, again, it's special. There's things to see. Wow a meter. Yeah, what's the number? What's the number? I'm going to give him – Five is just what you expected, and that's not. No, a bad I'm going to give him a six point five. Okay, all I'm right. Gonna give him a so 6. you 5. did see some things Definitely. that you that you liked. Definitely. Okay. I mean, he belongs. There's presence again. Again, his athletic ability mm-hmm. does jump off the screen. The mm-hmm. strength of his arm jumps off the screen. Even though I'd like to see more refinement in the passing and polish and all those things. Again, the positive is. That play, he threw the 80-yard touchdown, but they can't call that play with Jimmy Garoppolo. They can't. He can't throw that ball. There's no way. So that's, again, what a strong arm can do. Shanahan can draw plays up and go, shit, I can do this with this guy. That guy, nope, I have to do this. I can't quite do those exciting type of things. So, right. uh, I, I again, liked what I saw. I'm not trying to grade too critically. Yeah. But the pocket presence and lack of diversity in throws, I think, are my thing I'm going to continue to watch with Lance. It's going to be interesting i mean you know kyle obviously oh, very well too. um oh and we do have the pictures of yeah this, this is, is the, the oh this is the adr touchdown so let's yeah. see this is great i haven't really watched the coaches film of this i just okay. watched the tv version okay, just like everybody else but here the guy at the bottom of the screen is safety you know here on the 32 yard line right i think it's jordan lucas i believe 24 who's covering here it's a split safety look right it's too deep right yeah uh, that's basically what they're playing and let's see if this bottom safety cheats towards the top as he comes out. Oh, see, look. See, look where he is, 24 now. Yep. See him? Yep. So 24 has come all the way over to the hash. He was 10 yards outside the hash. Now he's over the hash trying to protect either a deep post down the middle or like a, a post corner route to the other side. And Shanahan knew this. See? So now Shanahan, this is the look where he goes, listen, if the guy comes over this way, you just wait for for Sheffield to to clear his guy, and you just throw a, a you know a rifle out there, and he put that ball on the freaking money. And then here is where he's just about to throw it. Right. Yeah. See, so the safety screwed. Look now, the safety's like, oh shit! He put on the brakes, he's and like, he's turning around like, oh. He's like, I want to show I can turn my hips. I want to show I can turn my <laughs> yeah, hips. Right. Yeah. Now <laughs> let's see if you can run four three and catch up to that guy. Oh, you can't. Sorry. Yeah. Sheffield's got yeah. you. And you got to throw. I mean, the guy's open. Good read. You know, Kyle right. drew it up. But you got to throw it. And you. I mean, how no far doubt. did he throw that? It's like oh. twenty ten. Da, 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 da. I mean, like forty yards. Thirty five. Yeah, but it's across the field. It's like yeah, he threw a forty five yard laser. Yeah. is what he threw. Yep. You know, with very little air underneath the ball, a special special throw. Yep. And again, you know, this is where it's interesting with the 49ers. They're a Super Bowl team. They have a Super Bowl roster and they have a quarterback that brought them to the Super Bowl 2 years ago. 
So they're going to be good to me no matter who plays quarterback unless they get hurt. But Shanahan's just got to be able to continue to evaluate and go, all right, you know, is this guy maturing? Can I trust him? Mm-hmm. You know, to not take sacks or fumble the ball as he's in the pocket and lose games for us that way. Because if he can, with Shanahan's run game and then his ability to run the ball, and then even though I have my questions about him dropping back and passing, yep. it doesn't have to be overly complicated. It can be just roll out and throw the bomb here. Mm-hmm. Just roll out at the play action and I'll have a 20-yard curl route down the middle and just throw it at him. And it doesn't have to be, like, overly complicated either, and I think that's what's going to be kind of uh, interesting to watch. Both of these teams opened up the door to me to go, uh, hey, we're up for a controversy. Anybody want to talk about our controversy? Sure. Uh, I mean, they, they opened it. They, to me, they showed that they're not going to hold back these rookie quarterbacks. They're mm-hmm. going to push forward, and if they can take advantage, I, I think they're going to let them go and be the starter. And the stake's a little bit higher, I would say, with the 49ers yes. because that right. team is built to win a division – Go right. far in the playoffs, perhaps get to a Super Bowl. No so, doubt. No doubt. A lot of pressure on uh, Trey Lance, a lot of pressure on Kyle Shanahan to make the right call there. Uh, but positive so far yeah. for Trey Area. Yeah, well, it just, it's all positives to build. Yeah, he's got to okay. fix some things, and I want to see more. There's no doubt about it. But still, hey, the big thing is all these guys just want to go out there and go, wait, did my rookie quarterback shit the bed? Did he look like he belonged? <laughs> yeah. And does it look like he has talent to be something? Did he make and, enough plays that the right. fan base is like, oh, okay, he's he, not a total bust on. yet. Right, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. I think, I, listen, that's why I said I, I think all these guys showed that to a degree okay. to where no fan base should be negative on their All right, guy. what about the number one pick overall? Trevor Lawrence, Woo-woo. who has been the number one pick for, I feel like it's four been years. like four years now. <laughs> like, yeah. well, he's the number one pick. And right. it finally happened. Uh, Urban Meyer got uh, got his quarterback that he wanted, Trevor Lawrence, and so we got to see him in a game. Yeah, six for nine, seventy-one yards. He took two sacks, not as many as Trey, but he took a couple, and yeah. he also had a fumble. So we didn't get to see a whole lot of Trevor, and I think Urban has said that he's not necessarily handed the starting job week one. Um, but what did you see of the number one pick? Yeah, well, I, you know, again, I mean. Great look. I, I do love that. No, uh, you don't like his hair. You I don't, don't like his hair. His, 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 hair you his don't football like. uniform look. I do <laughs> yeah. like that. I mean, his size is real in the pocket with how big and long he is standing there. You know, he can throw over the top of the defensive line. He did that a few times, you know, where he, he moved actually incorrectly in the pocket and moved himself into trouble, but still threw the ball good and appropriately, uh, even though there was somebody in his face and he couldn't quite get his body into it all the way. You know, I think, you know, again, like, like Trey Lance, I think that was the first thing that jumped out to me is just, you know, again, pocket awareness. You know, just whether you're spoiled by Clemson, you know, in practice, you haven't had to really scramble and run and do those things because you're not getting hit in the pocket. So you just mm-hmm. always think, wait, I'll just pat it and throw to the next guy and do those. Yeah, his pocket awareness I did not think was great, okay? But nonetheless, has a few balls that I just went, man, that's, that's what I expect for Trevor Lawrence. I mean, the third down, patient in the pocket, wait there, doesn't panic. Hits the deep crosser with a nice touch pass down the middle. That was a phenomenal play and throw. The fact that he just didn't panic in that situation and just was still keeping his eyes down the field and doing that, that was special. There's no doubt about that. He had another third down out route to his left sideline. I don't even know. It might have been a second down that he threw on the money. You know, again, to me, those are NFL. That's where I go back to, like, 
where Justin Fields didn't show that. To me, this was like an NFL, true NFL throw. Mm-hmm. Whoa, in the pocket, tight coverage, man-to-man, out route, boom, I hit it. Oh, in the pocket, nobody's open. Let me hop around and just make sure I don't get hit or anything like that. You know, cross her down the middle, bam. But, like, yeah, the pocket presence, he's too athletic to sit there like, you know, just a statue. Get out, do something. Hopefully he can get better at that for preseason game number two. And I'll go back to something you heard me say in the pre-draft process that I just – he misses some throws where I go, you're just too freaking good to miss that throw. So he only had three incomplete passes. I know. But one of the three was concerning to you? Yeah, yeah. I think I really – yeah, three? two of the three I think were concerning. One of them was pass interference on the defense, and he threw an appropriate ball. But, yeah, just where it, – I'm not worried about incompletions, but, like, yeah. these were two where I just go, the guy was open. Like, bam, that should be like, you know, walk, a walk in the park. You shouldn't even have to think about that. That should just be boom, catch it, like, let's go. Hey, it's second and two, right, whatever it is. So that's the only thing I'll say. Like, I don't know what it is. His motion looks very over the top to me right now. Uh, which I thought was a little different to me as well. But nonetheless, it's still a lot of positives, and it's a new team. You know, he's got a lot of young players around him. Of course, learning Urban Meyer football and all of that. Mm -hmm. But still, uh, presence, just like all the other guys. Wow, Aminer, I gave Trey a 6-5. I'm going to give Trevor Lawrence a 6. Okay. I'm not, you know, to me – I, I expect more, a little bit more. Not not that that was bad, but, you know, better pocket presence, like I said. You know, maybe a little bit better quality of throw altogether, but still a pretty damn good day. And this is what's so hard, right? And you, yeah. and you try to do this all the time. You try to parse the individual away from the team. Right. And so if you switch Trevor Lawrence and put him with Kyle this past week and you, you switch Trey, I mean, because that's going to be the problem for Trevor, and that's going to be the hard thing, is he's going to be asked to do more with less. Right. right? He's, he's the guy. He has to carry the team with a Trey. You're like you're you are the guy, but we got a lot of ways a lot to of help other you. things. Exactly right. Exactly right. And he's got a coach who doesn't even know if his stuff can work in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, he's trying to figure out his way of how do I want to coach my team? How do I want my offense run? And all of those type of things. So yeah, he's in a little different position than than Trey Lance, where like I said, like you you know you said, I think we both. It yeah. doesn't really matter who starts a quarterback. I think we think they're going to be contenders in the NFC no matter what. Yeah, he's going to have a, a rougher road. Uh, there's no doubt about that. But still, love the look of the player. You know, nothing mm-hmm. to be concerned about. Look like the number one pick of the draft. And his issues like pocket, moving out of the pocket, stepping up the right way, doing those type of things, those are fixable. They are. They re- and he's played a lot of football and yeah. shown me he can already do that. Like I have him and Trey Lance had the same problem, right? I have way more confidence in Lawrence that he'll fix that rather than Trey Lance because I saw Trey Lance have those issues in college too. Mm-hmm. I didn't have seen Lawrence do that. Lawrence to me was more of like, I'm thinking, I'm trying to do a new offense here. The coach is telling me these type of things and all of that. It's like a different, I, I think, approach a little bit than Trey Lance as far as that's concerned. And even though Urban Meyer says that he doesn't, he hasn't committed totally to Trevor Lawrence being the starting quarterback, Jaguars.com, their longtime reporter there, John Ozer, says that there's no doubt about it. He's going to be the week one starter. So when your own website is reporting it, it's probably going to happen. Yeah, well, I I think they're, you know, (laughs) Forio brought up a good point. They're like, maybe they're doing this with Minshew to get the trade rumor or get true true trade value for him. Be like, don't tempt it. We'll start him. Don't make us do it. (laughs) Yeah, right, right. Yeah, I will say to your point, though, there is a fine line here 
to where I thought about this this weekend to go like, okay, how long are we going to act like he could be the starter? At some point, you're going to do a disservice to Trevor Lawrence and how the players look at him and believe in him. Yeah. If it's still week three of training camp and he hasn't beat out Minshew yet, he's the number one pick, yeah. what's wrong with him? Sure. You know, at some point, you have to frame that to your team to go, wait, now he's the guy, just like Zach Wilson with the Jets. Like, there's nobody there that's really threatening him. They just, here, you're the guy. Like, yeah. go. And that, to me, you know, I know Minshew's played a little bit more than any other backup quarterback on the Jets and all those type of things. But I do think at some point you just got to go, wait, he's our guy. Give him the vote of confidence. Get the team behind him and start to form the culture around that starting quarterback as well. Yeah, because yeah. after a while he's going to wonder what he has to, what Trevor Lawrence has to do. He's going he's gonna to dye his hair brown, grow a mustache, <laughs> show up in jean shorts. It's going to be right? interesting. You'll be like, what do I have to do? I have to do the whole right. conversion to Gardner. You gotta get, what get do you more like about jo- him? More jorts, than- yeah. Uh, <laughs> do I need to buy more? More jorts. More jorts will definitely sell them to the, the Jacksonville <laughs> fan base. But, yeah, yeah that's going to be interesting altogether. Yeah. And, then, you know, even just off the topic a little bit, that uh-huh. Gardner Minshew um, trade conversation, that, that could be real. I mean, yeah. I think there's some teams out there that are a little bit concerned about their backup quarterback situation. I do. Oh, yeah. I mean, like. And he'd be the perfect backup to bring. Well, like you mean, look at a team like the Cowboys now. It's just like, man, 100%. What are they right. There's one right off the bat. I just, Cowboys. Yeah. Bam. You know. Uh, the Giants with Mike Glennon, I don't know how comfortable they feel about him or anything like that, but that's certainly one that jumps out to me. You know, the Colts with what they're doing right now. You know, Carson Wentz being hurt. Yeah. And they have a team that's kind of edge of the Super Bowl window. Do you really want to go with a second-year Eason or Sam Ellinger and all those type of things? And, you know, maybe we'll hit on – we're going to hit on the Colts on Wednesday yeah. with uh, that topic. But, but uh, yeah, it'll be interesting. I do think there'll be a market for Minshew when, at the end of training camp. All right, so a six on the wow meter for Trevor Lawrence. Still above expectations, but the lowest you've given so far. I know. I do know that. Don't worry about it. Damn. Okay, but your number – your number one quarterback. I guess because he just didn't wow me as much. Okay, yeah. that's all yeah. right. Yeah. But that's okay. Yeah. Just one preseason game. He still yeah. has a chance to do that. Uh, so a lot of people, he was the consensus number one pick. Your number one quarterback in last draft was Zach Wilson, yeah. who delivered an identical to Trevor Lawrence, six for nine. Right. Fewer yards, 63. No sacks, though. Did right. not take any sacks. Right. Um, didn't play as much. I, I don't know how much. He must not have played. Yeah, he played two drives, okay. basically. Just two drives. So he threw quite a bit for two yeah. drives. Yeah. That was good to see. So in the limited time that he was out there, what would you think of Zach Wilson? All right. So the first thing I'll say with Zach Wilson, first off, you, you know what I think about his throwing. And my throwing didn't that game in the week one didn't change me. Zach Wilson's the best thrower in the draft. Period. He's the mm. best number one. He's the best first round thrower of the football. Nobody had nobody's ball popped out of the hand the way Zach Wilson's ball popped out of his hand. Perfect spiral, quickness of the release, being able to flick it, whatever it is. Hands down, he's everything I thought he was going to be from that standpoint, and he's better than all the other guys throwing the football. I already know that. Mm. I just know it. I can see it. You know, of course, I don't know it, but I'll have to see more. But yeah. from the way it looks there, it's what I expected for sure. I'll also say this, you know, to me, he had the most legit NFL experience in, in, in the fact that actually him and Trevor, and I should have hit this on with Trevor too. It's, and not maybe, too, it's not too late. All right. And maybe this is where I should have bumped up Trevor to a 6-5. Trevor had to start mm-hmm. the game. Oh, Pete says we're past it. You can't right, say it. Too late. <laughs> but there is value. Starting the game is harder than coming in in the middle of the second quarter and playing against the twos and threes. Okay. Okay. There's a difference. 
starting the game. And I know the Giants didn't have all their starters out there, or most of them, none of them were out there. Mm-hmm. But still, the emotions of starting the game, and it's the first time you've played another team, and they're going to play defenses that you're not prepared for, mm-hmm. and things like that. That's a way harder experience than coming in halfway through the second quarter going, this is a third stringer. And this is a second stringer. Yeah. And, and you've had time to calm down, I bet, right. too. And you, know, you just and don't you've feel, got to feel so amped the emotion. Up exactly just, right. Yeah. You get to see the other guy play and go, oh, this isn't that hard. I can yeah. do that. Yeah. Right? All of that. So there is something to that. And then I also thought Wilson's game in itself was the most realistic NFL regular season type of thing. He made in-the-pocket throws, feeling the pocket, get the ball out of my hands before I get hit. Uh, I have a throw on third and 14. He looked down the field. He tried to throw an aggressive check down about eight or nine yards, let the guy run to get the first down. He came up a yard short. Mm. They went for it on fourth. They didn't get it. But that was the appropriate play. You know, throws an out route to the left on third down into really tight man-to-man coverage. Doesn't even take a hitch step, just stays on his back foot, throws a laser in there. You know, has another third and long situation where he reads the right play, makes the right move in the pocket, and throws a laser down the middle of the field. And I know I'm a homer, and this is my guy that Mm -hmm. I like. But, man, I'm just telling – anybody that's listening to me from Bleacher Report to hear it, if he looked like shit, I would have told you he looked like shit. I think I've learned enough stripes now to be able to say that. And, yeah, to me, he was the most realistic, I thought most impressive-looking rookie quarterback. Yeah. Again, I'm not going to let go, oh, wow, about Justin Fields throwing a wide-open guy that, you know, nobody's around, Mm -hmm. you know, and some of that stuff. That, that to me, is just stat, highlight, preseason bullshit. You know, again, that's where I, I want to see what is going to be transferable and relatable to NFL regular season football. And that's where I think I like Zach Wilson. Of course, I like his look. I mean, yes, I know that. Uh, but but Zach Wilson, he looked bigger in his uniform than I think I expected mm. on TV. You know, everyone's always oh, a small guy and all yeah, that. He's not. Like, he's he, not. He, I saw him at training camp a few weeks ago. He's Why jacked. do you think that is? Do you think that we think like someone who has that kind of hair and the, that good looks, they can't be that big of a person, right? right? It, That's a small, he has just, a smaller person face. It's just a part of the haters of like people can't get <laughs> off of it either. It yeah. was just one of those things that was used against him. And then he got hurt one year, so uh-huh. they could really use it. Yeah. Oh, he got hurt, so he's small. Fragile. Right. But I mean... You know, unbelievable. He's bit way bigger in person than you think, and I'll say he's three years older than he looks on TV in person too. Like he doesn't look as baby face in person as he is on TV. Yeah, but the camera uh, takes away three, three to four <laughs> years sometimes. They say, but that's the thing I think that that jumped out to me. Okay, you know, is he going to have enough weapons though to showcase it? Well, that, that'll be the big thing. I mean, Corey Davis, Corey Davis, Elijah Moore, who's really impressed. Didn't play in the preseason, but has been really impressed the the Jets team in training camp. You know, Jamison Crowder. Jamison Crowder is going to be good. Mims is coming, coming along. Anything you read up here in the New York area, he's been better and better as they've gone along. You know, and then the other thing, too, you can't forget with the Jets, and this is where, you know, just to talk about Jets football, Robert Sala, he's trying to create something there. You know, he is. They ran the shit of the football in that game. It was almost to the point where you're like, come on, I didn't sit here. I didn't turn this game on to watch you guys run the ball. <laughs> Throw the fucking ball with yeah. Zach Wilson, please. Yeah. You know, it was like a little bit that frustrating. But he's, he's, he's trying to create a culture and, you know, a toughness to help his defense because he's a defensive head coach. He was with Shanahan. He wants to run the ball. He knows running the ball is important to protect his young quarterback in the first year and all those things and the play action passes and all those things to go along with it. So, uh, 
Yeah, the Jets, I think, are, are headed in the right direction. But, yeah, I really liked what, what I saw from Zach Wilson. And like I said, I thought it was the most realistic rookie NFL-type performance. It wasn't like game planning or I'm going against way lesser competition yeah. and I can kind of screw you over that way. All right, so what's his wow meter number? You know, five being maybe just like the average quarterback, right? Because yeah. I already know. Well, like, he's if not going to go there. You if know you that. go above expectations of him, like you already had high expectations of him. So maybe just of yeah, you know, the wow meter is against a. I think it's almost like I just put it. Oh, I just put it like right. Uh, I you know, yeah, you're right. My expectations were, is already high, are so. sky high. And you know, listen, you know, having been there at Jets training camp, and yeah, what was what? What did you learn? From that. Well, it's the real deal. I mean, I'll echo something Josh Johnson, their new, their backup quarterback here, who's been on like 15 teams in the NFL. And he's seen just about every quarterback in football over the last, you know, 12, 13 years. Mm-hmm. He's already made comments that Zach Wilson's makes throws that I, I don't see people in the league make other than Rodgers and Mahomes. Hmm. You know, there was a lot of that type of talk. You could see it in person. I mean, it's. It's special that way. So we'll see where it goes, uh, and we'll see if he can handle everything. But I think it's all started off on the right foot, and I think they certainly recognize the talent he brings. You're hesitant to give a number, though. Oh, you're, I'm, you're gonna, very, I'm, gonna very him, I'm just going to give him a 7.5. Okay. Because it just wasn't – they didn't try to wow you with any mm-hmm. game plan plays or that. They didn't draw up a, a, a post across the field or a tight end, you know, fuck everybody and come out the back door yeah. type. They, didn't, they weren't worried about that. They said, you're doing good enough. We're not worried about trying to manufacture a play. You can run the meat potatoes and look good. Yeah. And so for that, I'm going to give him a 7.6. Sorry. Oh, so yeah, the highest grade so far, 7.6. Right. I didn't even lead. know that was allowed. I it thought is. we were just going to have uh, I'm the Russian judge. Half a point. Uh, okay. All right. 7.6 for him. I do think, though, it's a missed opportunity. They should, every, every preseason game from here on out, draw up a play that emulates the pro day play that he made like well you know what oh, i mean like yeah. Yeah, give me one play that yeah. shows off his yeah you know, well, well they because maybe, they, maybe next time well they're you know they're they're gonna save it they're gonna save gonna it save for the for regular the right, season week one oh, right because they already that. know what they got All so right. they're not worried about building confidence there's been enough people up here fans and everything that have seen mm-hmm. these practices that are already bought in mm-hmm. so they're not having to try to change the you know, the narrative or prove something about what That's their true. draft pick is. There's a little bit of a difference there. And this week, he gets to go practice against the Packers and Aaron Rodgers Ooh. and see that a little bit. I think that'll be really positive for Zach Wilson. All right, so Zach Wilson's the man in New York. He's going to be the man. Uh, Mac Jones is trying to be the man yeah. in New England. And if you read a lot of the reports out there, he's pretty close to being the man. People like him. There have been a lot of positive reports about His Mac charisma Jones. and leadership and, yeah. you know, swagger Which is, is real. funny because in interviews he kind of seems goofy. I he know. seems like a goofy dude I know. a little bit. But, totally nerdy white guy. <laughs> but a leader of men, right. apparently, right. Uh, at least so far. He is. 13 of 19, 87 yards, so pretty low. Uh, he did take one sack. So you don't like to see the 19 passes in just 87 yards. That's kind of a bummer. Uh, but it was precise. Not many incompletions. What'd you What'd you think of Mac Jones? I mean, it just it, it's. I think the th- the thing that you know, the first thing I would say is there's just a calm and cool and confidence about the guy. As soon as he ran on the field, you were just like, eh, 
He's they're going to move the ball down the field. He's, he's got it. He's he got it. it. Yeah. Right. I mean, you know, of course, I've read and heard things and know people and all that. Of course, have little inklings about that. But I think he gives off that aura anyways to a degree. And he's like a it's, it's just so rare to see a rookie have like a fourth or fifth year type presence about him. I think mm-hmm. that's what I, I the first thing that jumps out to me about him. And then the second thing I would say is like, man. Like, all right, his physical skills are not as wowing as any of the guys we just talked about. None of them. I, I wish he would have looked a hair twitchier and the ball would have exploded out of his hand a little bit more aggressively. His you know? margin for error is very slight. It is very, very slight. And I think he can get him better at those type of things. Like when he stops thinking, he'll get back into like being a little bit more of what we saw at Alabama as far as the quickness and the twitchiness. Mm-hmm. You know, he's thinking too. And, of course, that, like I've always told you, it's the hardest offensive system in football. But I think the thing that's most impressive is just like, is every throw on the money? Is every fucking throw on the money? I mean, it's almost every single one. You know, it might not wow you. You might not go, whoa, but every throw is a perfect spiral right underneath the guy's chin. Oh, here's a play-action pass between two linebackers and their safety bearing down. Boom, parts are perfect to where the guy can, you know, cover up. Shallow crosser on third and three. Yeah, whoopty fucking do I know. But he throws the ball a foot in front of the guy, the receiver, so he can keep running full speed. And now he is able to run around the linebacker and get the first down. And then, you know, 13 for 17 with – a, a catch that should have been challenged by Belichick, mm. a go route down the left side of mines that was a perfectly thrown touchdown pass, yeah. and for some reason the receiver fell out of bounds. I don't know. If he just runs straight, he's going to catch a touchdown. So uh, I think that's what I like, let alone, again, what I think I'll go back to with him is he, they played it a legit NFL way. It wasn't game. New England never game plans. They're never. Yeah. They're going to go, no, this is what we're going to do. This is what we've been working on. Have you aced this test yet before we can move on to the next stuff? And – you know, yeah, I think from that standpoint, it was all positive. He does all the quarterbacky things right. Yeah. Yes. Would I like to see a little bit more maybe backyard like Justin Fields, get out of the pocket, do something else? Yeah, sure. I don't think that's going to be his game, you know, necessarily. Um, but I still think I liked what I saw in a lot, a lot of ways just because he's he's such a he's such a quarterback, you know, aficionado yep yep i mean there are a lot of people that thought they saw his decision making and the way he was able to deliver in the right spot the right time and they were like i would take him as the top quarterback there were people that said that in the nfl there's a lot of people that i know Um, there's a lot of people that say that so you've got you know you've you were working with new england there for a while you got little uh little birdies in there you were high relatively high on jarrett stidham rookie quarterback yeah um, how how do you think he compares in that building to to Jarrett Stidham? It's a, who? I mean, it's it, I mean he's it, it's Cam Newton or Mac Jones. Period. They have taken over the team, and I think Mac has a way stronger presence than I think. Like Belichick and Josh McDaniels knew about his presence, but mm-hmm. I think the whole team is a little bit like, damn. This guy's a little bit like Cam. He's just a fucking man. Everybody thinks yeah. he's the man. Well, that was Cam's wanna, big selling know, point, right? right? Right, And you hear Cam. Cam's waxing poetically about Mac Jones and this stuff, that he's cool and he's in the locker room saying lyrics to rap songs and <laughs> funny jokes. He and sounds like a like guy that. that you root for, right? If, and and right. it was the case in Alabama, right? People, his teammates, people that got to know him, they rooted for him. Right, no doubt. You know, and I just think, you know, he's, he, and then Cam sees him doing all the little things. He works hard. He's, yeah. you know. You think he really beats out Cam week one? No, I don't. 
I don't. I think Mac Jones will make it very close. They're, I think they're going to be they'll feel very comfortable to go. Man, if we got to play him this year, he's mm-hmm. will be okay. But I think one, you know, they're always a little reluctant to play young guys. Two, what I what I come back to, I think, with more than New England than anything is. I just have a hard. I think Bill and Josh are going to maximize what this team is about. And to me, still, this team is not ready to go, oh, let's spread it out and throw Mac Jones and go back to Tom Brady football, right? They're not there yet. I still think they're more of like last year's team where it's like, no, let's smash people with the run game. We got two tight ends. Yeah, we're a little bit better at receiver. Now we can give Cam a fighting chance. And then with his ability to run the ball, we can make our run game even that much more dangerous. Isn't that a potential problem for them, right? Because it's like you go from one style of play with Cam. Right. To where if you do have to go to Mac, that's a completely different style of play. They can do it because at least like Cam's running all the Tom Brady plays and doing all that stuff in practice just like Mac Jones. It's just when they get in the game, they go, yeah, but we like this formula of calling plays with Cam. Like third down, he's still going to run the Mac Jones, Tom Brady plays. But on first and second, they're going to package it differently than, than Mac Jones. I mean, you know. Hey, listen, it speaks volumes to me. Like, Mac Jones came in the game, and they were like, empty formation, let him figure out who to protect, and he'll figure out where to throw the football. So that, could t- that tells you right away. I mean, they are already confident in his abilities to do that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, New England never strays too far from, even though Cam's offense is different, it's still the pass plays. Mac, if he was in, he would still run a lot of Cam Newton pass plays and all that, they're just going to miss some of the, okay, play action, quarterback design, run stuff, and all that. And if Mac came in, they'd probably get in a little more empty shotgun and let him do that type of stuff too. Right. Yeah. All right. What's Does your that number? answer that question? Yeah, yeah, totally. What's your number? Coming off a of 7.6, very controversial. Yep, I gave Zach the, Zach the lead. I'm mm-hmm. going to go Mac Jones. Mm. I, I'm going to give him a 7.55 is right. I am. Wow. 7.55. To me, this is, again, see, now we're going I, to hundreds I'm, of them. I'm not worried about, oh, his stats were this and this highlight plays for preseason football. I'm judging it more on is this, will this work in regular season football? Is this realistic? All those type of things. Uh-huh. And that's where I, I, um, yeah, I think I give the edge to Wilson and Mac Jones that way okay. for what they did. Here was a tweet just yeah. four minutes ago from yeah. Mike uh, Giardi, I think is yeah. how you say his yeah. name, Mike, uh, out there in New England. Uh, main takeaway from a Patriots perspective, Cam Newton was riding the struggle bus all practice long, ball not coming out quickly and issues with accuracy. Showed up in red zone work with a ball behind Asiasi, followed by an interception the next play from linebacker Eric Wilson. Uh oh. Oh boy. He's got a, it's his biggest thing is getting off wide receivers. Can he get off the guy and go to the next read and do those type of things? You know, like the sack the other night when he got hit by Chase Young, that wasn't Cam Newton's fault. I mean, that was a phenomenal pass rush move and all that. But there's been too many plays. Even last year like that with Cam Newton, I'm saying with the protection's good and he's still looking down the field and gets hit like that and has no awareness of what's around him and things like that and all that. So, hmm. hey, it'd be interesting. Mac is going to continue to get better and push him. He's going to play. I mean, clearly Mac Jones is going to play at some point this year. I, yes? I'm not, I'm not going to oh. totally say that. I'm wow. not. 
But if Cam falters, he will. Like, Cam's going to have to be playing A-type football to keep his job. That's what I'll say. I think they're going to look at it like I said. We can maximize how great our team is if we have Cam in. Mm -hmm. But if it doesn't work, okay. Or we might lose some of the running stuff. We're still going to be able to pull a guard and smash traditional and do that. You know, no read option quarterback design runs. They'll infuse, instead of that, they'll take that away, and that's where you'll see some of the more empty shotgun Brady-type right. offense infused into it. Uh, okay. But, but I, I, I really think it'll be Cam week one unless we hear more and more tweets like you just said right there sure. where it's like, what? what the hell is he doing today? Around any corner, within every battle, and with the dawn of each new day, the threat of the unexpected, the unpredictable, and the unrelenting lies in wait. But Marines will always be there. They are the constant in the chaos. No matter the battlefield, Marines adapt to win, defeating every shifting threat, protecting our nation's future. The few, the proud, the Marines. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. All right, so a couple more quarterbacks to get to here. Uh, another one, you were high, higher on Mac Jones than most. You were also higher on Kellen Mond than most. You yeah. were probably, like, relatively speaking, you were one of the highest on Kellen Mond in the Probably the whole community. country. The Definitely. whole country, right? Yeah, no doubt about Even it. Even, like, Kellen Mond was like, hey, Chris, pump the brakes. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I'm that good. Uh, his first game, which I'll admit I didn't see, but I, I'm looking at the numbers here. Six of 16. 53 yards, did have five runs for 25 yards, so showed that part of his game. Uh, what did you see of Kellen Mond? Well, he's the toughest to eval here for this. I mean, first off, he missed the first 10 days of training camp, right? I mean, he's only yes. in like his first few days of practice here, and he was in he's a game. He's behind. He's already behind. He's behind. So it wasn't overly impressive. He didn't have a fighting chance a lot of the time. What I will say is he could still throw the ball into really tight windows and make throws within the pocket. Out of the six completions, you know, one or two were real high level, like, again, what I would say NFL realistic starting quarterback type throws. He had a throw on fourth and two on the goal line in the end zone. He moves to the right. He threw an unbelievable pass into the back of the end zone. The guy caught it. Two feet hit the ground. Somebody hit him. The ball popped out. Incomplete pass. You know, again, no, that was an amazing play by Kellen Mond. I don't give a shit what the stats say or whatever. Mm -hmm. Should have been caught. Great play. You know, off schedule, all those type of things. So he's a tougher one just because they were getting their ass whooped. Uh, he hasn't played a lot. 
you know, there was a few plays where, again, yeah, it was incompletions, or I want to just go, but he's just trying to get the ball out of his hand and not get sacked. Like, there's nobody open. Where do you want him to throw the football? But, yeah, it wasn't exactly, like, what I would want it to be or anything like that yet. You know, but I see it. I see, again, I'm not going to back off of Kellen Mond. I'm not. There's just it, He's too pure of a thrower and too comfortable within the pocket for me to back off on it. But as far as the performance the other day, yeah, I, I, it's not up to par with some of these other guys. It's not. I'd probably just give him like a 6.0 on the wow meter hmm. But let's yeah. see what he has. Let's see what he looks like this week. You know, when he has a little bit more of an understanding of the offense, more reps in practice and those type of things. But I would challenge him. Go back and watch a little bit. Yeah, I know there's a few plays here and there. You go, eh. But I don't think there was anything there to be had. And a few of those completions, like I said, they were Mac Jones and Zach Wilson-ish and even Trevor Lawrence-ish where I would go, man, that's NFL throwing in the pocket type stuff right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say that he is the least likely to see the field out of all these quarterbacks that we're talking about, but our last one uh, takes the cake there. Jordan Love, Yeah, um, who a lot has been made of Jordan Love over the last 12 months, 18 months. Uh, Not bad, though, when he was out on the field, 12 of 17, 122 yards, a touchdown, did have a sack, did have a fumble lost. Um, but and he is hurt right now. I think he's got a bit of a what shoulder? Is it shoulder? Shoulder? Injury? Yeah, yeah. It's shoulder. So that's a unfortunate. Stinks. I mean, it's a guy that needs reps, and here it sounds like he's going to miss a few days of practice. So what? What do those reps look like to you in the well, game? The reps I think are encouraging. There's no doubt about it. Like, hey, the thing I was worried about with Jordan Love more than anything is you know you you've heard me say a lot of times his rawness. He could throw two or three balls where you go, damn, that's as good as I've seen ever in my life. And then he could throw a few balls where you go, that's below NFL average. I don't know what the hell to say. What kind of throw is that? You know, the first thing I think that popped out to me is at least he had, con- he had consistent control of the football. Was it perfect? No. You know, would I wish there was a few completions put in a different spot to maybe let the guy run after the catch or do some of those things? Okay, yeah. But still, they were complete. You know, the ball came out of his hand pretty clean, which always is a a little bit of a telltale sign to go, oh, he controls the football the right way. You know, had the post route down the middle to Sternberger where put a little juice on it. I do think with Jordan Love, you know, there's two things. One, the pocket presence was pitiful, like we kind of hit on a little bit. It was pitiful. He's got to learn to step up in the pocket uh, at the appropriate times. Hey, the last strip sack fumble you saw – you know, I want to watch the coaches him because he's about to let it loose deep down the field. But you can't just drop back on a five-step drop and then just stand there. You know, you got to hit five steps and push up in the pocket to find that little sweet spot to where the tackles can push the defense ends by, and yet you could still step into a throw and not hit your guard or the defensive tackle who's being blocked in front of you. You know, so there was a, a, no awareness of that. Yeah. I think that bothered me a little bit. But – you know, overall, I think it was a, a positive thing they can build on for a guy who didn't do anything last year and all of that. You know, I wish he would, like Fields, his arm is too floppy for me at times. And I don't know if he always trusts where the ball's going to go. You know, he kind of just took a smooth, let me be smooth, and, you know, that type of approach each throw so I know where the ball's going. Mm-hmm. It's something that me, me and my dad have talked about a little bit. Um, I want to see, you know, Oh, it's in the pocket. It's tight. Man, that's a tight window. you got to let it go. Can you trust where it's going to go when you really let it go? I don't know about that yet. That's what I'd like to see a little bit more of. But I still think overall, again, looked the part. 
Yeah. And I think it's something positive they can build on ultimately with, with what he did. Well, and Pete points out, you know, it's like the other quarterbacks we talked about are all rookie quarterbacks. You know, Jordan Love in his second year. But he's basically a rookie because yeah. we saw so little of him. And that was a point you made at the end of last year is that it's a big deal that he did not dress. Says it all. It's a huge deal. Right. Right. I mean, that's uncommon for a guy you traded up for, got in the first round. It's not really heard of. For a first-round quarterback to not dress. Okay. So, so given that, yeah, the fact that he went 12 of 17, 122 yards, showed some of the things, is that a, a real positive sign now after? I mean, a big, more of a positive sign than maybe some of these rookie quarterbacks who are coming in. I, I, I think so, yeah. I, I mean, I think it's, it's, it's one of those things. First off, he's like in the toughest spot in all of NFL football. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm rooting for him just because, man, is he in some tough situation. Yeah. But – uh, yeah, I think that's the type of performance where he can get a little confidence. Players around him can go, okay, okay, I see you, Jordan Love, out there. Mm-hmm. And then even the even though it was basic plays and things, you know, Lafleur and company can go, okay, you know, again, we can keep, put a little more on this plate. Here's a few other plays we can trust him to you know do and things like that. The one thing I'll say is they didn't look like they game planned any plays for him, like they Trey Lance or Justin Fields. Yeah. They just did meat and potatoes offense and things like that. Um, but yeah, he just you know he needs the reps. It's big. And yes, the like the point that you brought up, the fact that he didn't play last year is shining bright lights. The fact that he didn't, but it's it's unbelievable. I mean, again. You know, Forio brought this up earlier today. You know I've reported. I mean, the, from everything I know, the Packers told Aaron Rodgers they were going to trade him this offseason. You know, what I've heard through the grapevine, and Florio said it today on the show, and I think what he's heard too is, like, they told him they would trade him, and then I think Matt LaFleur found out that that was being said and was like, what? We, who's playing quarterback? We don't have anybody that's even close to ready yet. And I think that's where that whole thing got dysfunctional a little this offseason, too. Hmm. Um, so we'll see where it goes. He's going to get great experience. I just hope he's healthy enough to play this next game and, and get those reps. Wow-a-meter. Yep. Let's just go a whole number here. We're starting to parse I'm going to give him a point. seven. Wow, seven. Yeah. Okay. I'm give him a seven. So up there. Yeah, I was expecting low. I, I wasn't know what to expect. You thought five. If he can give me a five, I, I, that's I thought, a, that yeah, may be right. a win for him. I, exactly. I didn't know what to expect. He hasn't played. There's more pressure on him maybe than than maybe anybody here. Yeah. I mean, and you know, again, he didn't he didn't fold and did some positive things. So yep. so I like that. Threw a touchdown pass. I know it was a screen pass and all that, but showed a little diversity in the throws too mm-hmm. that I didn't see from like a Trey Lance or something like that. Sure. You know, he can flick it and throw a screen or hell oh, here do this. You know, so that that's good. Um a year of watching Aaron Rodgers probably doesn't hurt. No that, doubt about right? it. I feel like he's trying to emulate Rodgers in a lot of the things. I just want to go keep your arm tighter like Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Don't let it flop behind you all the time and that'll fix a lot of the problems. Uh, floppy arms. It's one of the biggest problems. Floppy, oh, <laughs> Flo- floppy, floppy arms. arms. You don't want to have floppy bad, arms. Bad, bad so. floppy arms. That's the wow. I mean, I mean, I really had a hard time with hmm. the Zach Wilson, Mac Jones, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields. Those four, I think, were the toughest for me because okay. Mac played it such a professional way. But, yeah, I know it was against backups and all of that. Uh, Justin Fields made some wow plays. And I don't know if their NFL regular season were listic, but they were still wow, and yeah. they were against second and thirds. You know, Trevor had some moments of eh, whatever, but he had to start the game, yeah. and then he did have those NFL throws. And I, to me, Zach had still the cleanest performance. He's the only one I feel confident about my rank- ranking, actually, because Mac 
Trevor and Justin Fields, I thought were all very Of all those there. quarterbacks, if you had a team and you had to say you can pick one of these quarterbacks to start week one, you would pick Zach Wilson. I would. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, w- I would. I, I think uh, he'd be the one. Yeah. I, I would just feel like he would, could be the guy that I could run, be the closest thing to run my offense and maybe then some, like mm-hmm. draw up a cool play and be like, yeah, hey, this is our meat and potatoes but we're going to fuck them because they think this is the meat mm-hmm. and potatoes and we're going to put a little hot sauce on it. It's going to be a double move, and bam, you'll throw yeah. a 70-yard touchdown. We're going to bring out pro day, Zach, and we're right. going to do that throw, <laughs> right. and you're not going right. to know what hit you. Exactly. Uh, exactly. All right, so what would be the over the next couple of weeks here, some of these red flags? Like if the, the things you've pointed out about these quarterbacks are still showing up in preseason game two, preseason game three, if they play, are you worried yet, or are these things that, you know, they're going to have to deal with their whole rookie season? Yeah, basically? I think it's not going to get fixed at this point. Yeah. Just like to see a little improvements. Yeah, it's going to, you know, it's not going to be perfect if they do play in the regular season or those type of things. But you just want to see, you know, mindfulness of it. I'm what do you, trying what do you, to correct yeah. it. What, do you, what are you looking at more, do you think, if you're a coach? Are you looking for the wow players? Like, wow, that's awesome. Like, Trey Lance, like, give me a wow or – Limit the mistakes. No. For like, I think it's a little different for everybody. Yes. I think Lance is like, they're probably like, it just from the outside looking in. I have no fucking inside info information. Yes. But for Lance, I would think it would be the opposite. They know they can get some wow plays from him. Like, wow can be a weekly thing. Yeah. But we just want to make sure we get consistency and he knows what to do with the ball and doesn't take a stupid sack or, you know, doesn't get strip sack fumbled or throw a stupid interception because he throws the inappropriate ball or things like that. So for him, I think yeah. that's the more important thing. Where Mac. Mac, might, maybe just, they might every now and then go, ah, I wish there was a little more wow there. Yeah. Like, I know he can do everything and make every right check and all that. Hey, Mac, don't be afraid to throw this ball in the tight window. Hey, yeah. Mac, don't be afraid to, like, drift to your right and uncork the deep post down the middle and those type of things. Yeah, yeah so it's a little different for everybody because everybody has their strengths and weaknesses, and it's on the coach to, to figure those out and, and formulate around it. And and Florio said that Mac Jones looks better in his uniform for the New England Patriots. He, <laughs> he was kind of crushing on him a little bit. I, I, did you he notice was. that? Yeah, he did. He, uh, well, it was, thank God he's had a fifty. Holy crap! It was good to see him in ten <laughs> yeah, and look like a quarterback true. and all of that. Yeah. So uh, yeah, you know, it's 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 a great group. It really is. I mean, uh, this is this is one of those quarterback solid. classes where it is really cool. It is like uh, we've had classes before where it's. Been what, Kyler Murray, and that's basically it. I don't have any that I look at in this class, like the ones we just talked about, to go, no way it'll work. Yeah. Anybody can listen to me through the past, and I've made those type of comments. So don't like I'm not afraid to do it. Yeah. Like when Blake Bortles got picked, I went, "There's no fucking way that'll ever work." Yeah. When Johnny Menzel got picked later in that draft, I was like, "I got to see it to believe it." You it won't see work. a path to being a good quarterback I see a path for all, with these, all guys. these. That's why I said during the draft process, it was the hardest year ever to rank. Yeah. Because. I, none of them did I just go, no chance. Doesn't work. Justin Fields may be the best number six ranked quarterback by Chris Sims ever. No doubt. I Yeah. I mean, it, yes. Yeah. yeah. It, that, that's what was scary about this this past draft for me. And, right. And I know, you know, my ass will be on the line and everybody's going to be evaluating well, the, the me po- that. The podcast is, you know. It's it's it hangs in the balance of how these quarterbacks perform. <laughs> Seriously, if Justin Fields goes out there and is better than uh, Tom Brady and uh, Aaron Rodgers, we'll have to stop. We, we we will have to stop. <laughs> we will. We're, you're no, fired. that's not true. That's not true. That's <laughs> not true because you, as always, 
we are willing to evaluate it and reevaluate it and look at it again and see what's changed or and what, what is, I was wrong about, whatever. What, yeah. No doubt about it. I, I, to me, it's part of the process. You got to do that if you want to be a good evaluator. If you're going to hang on to something and try to always make an excuse for it, you'll never you'll never grow from from your mistakes or learn how to evaluate the proper way. Um, it was like we never stopped. Like the, it was like oh, this like is riding like riding a bike, a bike right? It really was, yeah. I mean, I just I know we haven't talked in a month. At we least, haven't talked right? in a month. I just, mean, I haven't been awake when you've been awake. Yeah, that's been the biggest problem. But there. We were awake together today, <laughs> baby, and we got a good one. We got lots of action. Yeah. We got so much stuff we can even talk about. You know, ne- on Wednesday we got a hit on. You know, hey, one thing I brought up just on the way out, like Jamal Adams, the Seattle Seahawks thing. Mm. You know, I talked about this with Mike on PFT today. It mm-hmm. sounds like he's trying to blow the safety market out of the water. Now it's I just read it looks like he's challenging he whether wants, he's a he wants linebacker money. He wants to be ruled as a, well whatever has the I, highest I, salary I structure. Which I, I said that to Florida today. I said I bet you he's asking for Fred Warner, Darius Leonard money, and that's the problem. And honestly, why wouldn't he? Because he plays in some similar he's in the situations box almost all the yeah, time. So why wouldn't he? I, it, it's it's a valid argument. There's no doubt about that. You're yeah. right about that. And, why, and honestly, why should you be restricted to your position anyway? Right, I, I mean, like, I, your, it's your impact on the defense. Is no there doubt. anyone more impactful how than about, him? Yeah, how about my franchise number should be? I'm one of the five best defensive players <laughs> in football. Yeah, right. exactly. And without I me, know. this defense is terrible. I agree. So it's like that so. should be my yep. leverage. Yep. All right, okay. we got a lot of awesome stuff to hit on Wednesday. We yeah. really do. We're going to hit on some stuff, some players that I we think are flying under the radar in the NFL, right? Stories that we're underreacting to. Right. It's all about overreaction, but no, there's some that we should be reacting more to. Yeah, agreed. There's a lot, too. So we'll hit on that. Everybody be good out there. Ahmed, you the man. We did Peace it. Peace out. You don't have to wear your red pants again on Wednesday. <laughs> I'll let you go. All right, everybody, be good. See you Wednesday. Peace. Hey, See ya. No, clap, clap, clap it, it up. up. You almost forgot. Who are you? Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.